rejoicing in our hearts, Father. We approach you, Father, that we have health, Lord God, that we have a voice in which we can call upon your name. So we stir up your name in this atmosphere, Father. We stir up your name, El Elyon. We stir up your name, Adonai. We stir up your name, Jehovah, Sit Canoe. We stir up your name, our God, our righteousness, our banner, Father, our high tower, our healer, our way maker, our strength, Father, our strength, Lord God, in the storm. We stir up your name here, Father. We stir up your name, our Prince of Peace. We stir up your name, Yehoah. We stir up your name, Yeshua. We stir up your name, our deliverer. We stir up your name, our healer, Lord God. We just bless you right now, Father. We bless you right now. We seek only to be unified with your heart tonight, Lord God. We're not asking for anything natural, Father. Just to be unified with your heart tonight, Lord God. So we bless you right now, Father, for an opportunity to be unified with you, Lord. Unify us across this place, Lord God. Wash and cleanse us afresh, Father. We have a praise and a worship that's trapped within inside of us, Lord God. So we ask, Lord God, that you fight against the demonic, Father. You fight against everything that oppresses us, Lord God. Every thought that prevents us from worshiping you freely. Every depression, Lord God, every weight of the world, Father. Every worry, every contrite spirit. We cast it down, Lord God. We cast down division amongst us, Lord God. We cast down strife, Lord God, so that your name may arise in this place, Father. That your name may be glorified, Father that you may be glorified in our hearts today, Father. We thank you that you be glorified in the relationships we have before you, that you be glorified in our families, that you be glorified in this nation, that you be glorified in our country, that you be glorified in our White House, that you be glorified in our homes, that you be glorified in our mouths, that you be glorified in our secret places, that you be glorified in our hearts, Lord. That you be glorified in our prayers, Father. That you be glorified with every moment of every day that we have on this earth. That you be glorified, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, for the purification that needs and must take place, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, for the prayer that will go up, Lord God. We thank you for every vessel, Lord God, that has labored amongst you, Father that has prayed and pressed into your presence, that has resisted sin, Lord God, so that they may bring healing, Lord God, so that they may know who you are, Father, and they may deliver the lost, Lord God. We thank you right now for the purified vessel. We thank you for our teachers. We thank you for our pastors, Lord God. We thank you for the purified prophetess, Father. We thank you for the righteous evangelist, Lord God. We thank you right now for the men who are fighting on our behalf, so we Thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the lives of everyone who will lay themselves down to be martyred, Lord God, for the precious gospel of Jesus Christ. We bless you, Father. We honor you, Lord God. We just thank you right now, Father, that your presence, that your spirit be made known here, that you be manifested, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, that your spirit is welcome here, that your spirit stir up righteousness within us, Father, that your spirit, Lord God, stir up love tonight, Lord God. Love for you, love for the word, love for one another, love for righteousness, love for cleanliness, Lord God, love for sanctification, love for being one with one another, that your spirit, Lord God, break out, Lord God. We release, Lord God, everything that we have hold captive, 
Father. We release ourselves tonight, Father. We release ourselves so that we may worship freely, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that there's no condemnation. There's no weight, Lord God. That there's no doubt, Father. There's no strife, Father. There's no evil intentions in our heart as we have come together to pray for our nation, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, that the deceiver may not whisper tonight, Lord God. That the deceiver may not sift, Lord God. That we love you, Lord God. That that'll be our true praise tonight, Father. So we cast every thought, Lord God. We lay it down, Father, so that we may enter into your heart, Father. That is our only attention, Father, that we enter into your heart, Lord God. That we pray according to your will tonight, Father. That we pray for the captive to be set free. That we pray for the strength of those who are in bonds and chains, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, that you have entrusted us, Father, to pray your will in the earth, Lord God. That you have entrusted us, Lord God, to enter into your heart, to be one with you, Father. That you've entrusted us with your Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, you come. Holy Spirit, you speak. Holy Spirit, you teach. Holy Spirit, you set free tonight, Father. We thank you for the power of Holy Spirit. We thank you for our comforter. We thank you for our healing. We thank you for the deliverance of thought. We thank you for the deliverance of everything that's broken, Father. We ask that you repair it mightily tonight, Lord God. So we lay down before you, Father. We lay down ourselves. We lay down our agendas. We lay down our positions. We lay down every thought that was not like you. We lay down our families, our financial burdens. We lay down the car trouble. We lay down the sickness. We lay down the brokenness. We lay down all pain. We lay down everything, Father, that stands in our way from entering into your heart tonight, Father. So we thank you right now for the protection of our man of God as he gets ready to deliver the word of God that will snatch us out of hell and damnation, Father. We thank you right now that there's a purified covering over him, Lord God, that those who are closest to him erect a hedge of protection, Father. We come against all distractions. We come against everything that will smite the man of God. So we bless you, Lord God, that in this season, he is covered and protected. That you keep him hidden under your pinions, Lord God. That he dwells in the secret place, Father. That he has all access to your thoughts. He has all access to your mind and your heart for the people of God. We thank you that every moment he labors before you, Father, it'll be fruitful, Lord God. We thank you that you stretch out his nighttime, Lord God. We thank you that you strengthen his body, Father. We thank you that his ligaments, Lord God, there's no attack that will destroy or distract the man of God. So we bless you for the man over this house, Lord God. We thank you that we're a help and not a hindrance, Father. We thank you for more help, Lord God, coming his way, Father. We thank you for purified relationships, Lord God. Those who are attached be purified, Lord God. We thank you for the dignity and the honor that is due to him, Lord God, that it is sold in this season, Father. So we repent, Lord God, for taking the man of God for granted, Lord God. We collectively repent, Father. We thank you right now that you are here with us, Lord God, that you hear the hearts of your people, Lord God. I bless you right now, Father, for you releasing 
wisdom, Lord God, insight and understanding into the man of God. We thank you right now, Father, that we seek not to be our own shepherd, that we seek not to be our own God, that we, we are submitted under him wholeheartedly in this season, Lord. So we thank you that it be solidified in our hearts that we are submitted, that we are here to serve, that we are not of our own, that we must die to ourselves, that we are here to help, that we are called to be a help, that we are called to be a help, Lord God. So I thank you, Father, for everyone who comes in, Lord God, that they will find you here, Father, that whoever they speak to, that they will see you, Jesus Christ. That we thank you right now, Father, that we will not be dead in our spirit, that we can stir up the good things of Jesus, that the gospel is alive, Father, that that is our heart's cry, that the gospel be alive, that it be alive in us first, Lord God. Let it be alive in me, Lord God. Let it be alive, Father. Let it be fruitful, Lord God. Let revelation flow from the gospel, Father. While we are here, what time do we have? I thank you right now, Father, that the gospel of Jesus Christ will not be hindered, but will flow freely, Lord God. I thank you right now, Father, that your spirit makes it available, that you're, by your spirit we are able, Lord God, to minister unto the lost. So we thank you for fresh baptisms tonight, Father. We thank you, the Holy Spirit, that you are set abroad in our hearts, Lord God. We thank you that, Lord God, you are lifted up and you are made mighty so that your enemies may be scattered, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that we set ourselves in alignment with your will for this earth, Lord God. That none should perish, but all shall come to salvation, Lord God. So we thank you right now, Father, for an opportunity to minister, Lord God. To be called a minister of the gospel. We thank you right now, Father, that we will no longer take that for granted, Father. Purify our ears, Lord God. Break us in our spirit and soul for the gospel. Break us for the loss, Lord God. Break us so we can know your will and hear your heart fully, Lord God. Break us so we'll handle one another as we should. Break us, Lord God, so that pride can no longer rule and reign. Break us so that we can operate effectively in the kingdom of God. Break us so that our calling will be higher, Lord God. That will be lifted up higher. That we can serve and minister as you have called us to be, Father. So we thank you for a fully functioning body of Christ. We thank you, Lord God, that we'll love the lost, Father. We'll love what you love and we'll hate what you hate, Father. That we'll walk in righteousness. That we'll be upright in our spirits and we will have to Lord God repent for ourselves before we repent for the nation hallelujah so we come now boldly father recognizing and understanding who we are in the kingdom that we are your sons and daughters called to pray your will in the earth that we are the righteousness of God that we are dwelled with power, that we have the indwelling of your spirit. So we come on the behalf of our nation, Lord God. We repent for the laws that are being passed, Lord God. We repent, Lord God, for homosexuality. We repent, Father, that we're killing babies by the millions. 
We repent for the spilled blood. We thank you right now, Father, that your mercy is still on this land. Show us, Lord God, how to effectively pray. We know these things must come to pass, but how can we effectively pray, Lord God? We thank you for our politicians, Father, that you'll be one with them in their quiet time, Father, that you'll release, release insight and wisdom, Father. We thank you for godly connections and godly wisdom, Father. We thank you that you intercept, Lord God, everything that is setting us apart from you, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that the enemy's communication be scrambled in the name of Jesus. We thank you that the blood of Jesus Christ is appropriately applied over the White House. We thank you for the mind of our president, Lord God. Let it be fixated on pleasing you, Lord God. Let it not be fixated on building a legacy for himself, Father. Let it not be fixated on tax reduction, Lord God. But let him be fixated on you, Father. We thank you right now that his eternal salvation, Lord God, will be, Lord God, with you, Father. So we thank you right now for Donald Trump's salvation tonight, Lord God. We thank you that he has an opportunity to hear the gospel. That it'll not just be for show, Lord God, but that he'll take on truth tonight, Father. So we thank you that you release truth in the earth tonight, Lord God. We thank you that you release love, Lord God. Release your truth, Lord God. Release your love, Father. How you love, Lord God. How you think tonight, Father. How you say we are to die to self, Lord God. How you say we are to be persecuted for your namesake, Father. Release that tonight, Lord God. It's not about our feelings, Lord God, but we ask for your presence, Lord God. To show us, Father, how we impact this realm, Lord God. Show us what needs to die tonight, Lord God. What needs to be stirred up, Lord God. And it is the word tonight, Father. So stir up the word in us, Lord God. We ask for a hunger and a thirst for your word. We ask for a hunger and a thirst for truth tonight, Lord God. We ask for a hunger and a thirst for pure love tonight, Lord God. Your love, not love of this world tonight, Father. So we magnify you tonight, Lord God. We ask that you be lifted up tonight, Father. We magnify the name of our God tonight. We magnify your name tonight, Father. We magnify the Lord of righteousness. We magnify the Lord of peace. We magnify the Lord of love. We magnify the Lord of truth. We magnify our deliverer. We magnify deliverance tonight. We magnify the word of God. We magnify you tonight, Lord God. Black out everything else, Lord God. We magnify you, Father. We magnify our salvation tonight, Lord God. We magnify our relationship with Jesus Christ. We magnify our salvation, Father. We magnify, Lord God, our heart's desire to be sealed with Holy Spirit. So we call out for the sealing tonight, Lord God. The seal of Holy Spirit. 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 The seal of Holy Spirit that brings power, brings conviction, brings deliverance, brings about a change in our spirit, brings about knowledge and wisdom, brings about love and unity. So we ask for the seal of Holy Spirit. Let Holy Spirit be in this place. 
May you truly be lifted up and magnified. We stir up love tonight, Lord God. We stir up a heart that needs repentance, Lord God. We stir up sacrificial praise, Lord God. We stir up the sacrificial praise. That's what you respond to, Father. So we bless you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you right now, Father. We bless you for our leadership. We bless you for the truth of the word. We bless you for a place to gather. We bless you for the protection and the safety. We bless you right now, Father, that we're not under persecution. We bless you for the wisdom to escape. We bless you for the knowledge to prepare. We bless you in this place, Holy Spirit. So we thank you right now for the stirring up of Holy Spirit, the stirring up of the word of Jesus Christ, for the repair of every breach, for the building of every family, for the foundation of truth that we need. We stir you up tonight, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that there's no other spirit permissible to speak, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that you be the tester of what is truth tonight, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for truth that will come forth, Lord God, and snatch us, Lord God, from our present state of reality, Father. So we thank you right now, Lord God, that you are our reality tonight, that there's nothing that the world can say that will separate me from my God. So we bless you tonight, Lord God. We bless you for the union with our God. We bless you for Adonai. We bless you for his presence. We bless you for his working power. We thank you right now, Father, for the working power. Let love work. Let love work. Let Holy Spirit work. Let the testing and the trials of your faith have its perfect work. Let the word work. Let repentance work. Let sacrifice work. Let struggles work on your behalf. Let deliverance work. Let the cleansing of your mind work. Let truth have its perfect work. Be separated from your former self. Let truth have its perfect work. Come to know Jesus Christ in his fullness. Come to accept the Lord and all that comes with him. Let your salvation have his perfect work. Faint not for in due season. Let love work. Let love work. Let love work in your family. Let love work in your relationship with your children. Let love work on the job. Let love work in the car. Let love work when you pray. Let love work when you interact and you mingle yourselves. Let love work when you seek to bring deliverance and clarity, Lord God. Let love work. We thank you tonight, Father, for an opportunity to have love stirred up in us. Release revelation of your love, how it works, how it delivers, how it sets us free, how it ties us together, 
how it unifies, how it makes you into another person. So we bless you for love. Even when we don't understand, we obey. So we bless you for a spirit of obedience. We bless you for a spirit of obedience that we can obey past everything we see. We can obey you, Father, when it doesn't feel good, when it doesn't sound good, when it looks like there's no way out. We bless you with our obedience tonight, Father. So your word says we are to gather corporately and send up praise, adoration. We're to worship our God. We're to call upon his name. We're not to wallow in depression. We're to set ourselves apart. We are to gather amongst ourselves faith. We're to build upon that faith. So we obey tonight, Lord God. We send up the praise that is due to your name. We send up the adoration. We say that you can do it all, Father. For you all, all. You've created all. You've caused everything to be, Father. So we obey, Lord God. We obey your word that says, think not. We obey your word that says, love regardless. We obey that says, study, pray, show yourselves approved. We obey that tonight, Lord God. To love in every season, to love at all times tonight, Father. To set ourselves on one accord so that you may move in our land tonight, Father. We obey, Father. We still give you a yes, Lord God. We still give you a yes, Lord God. Beyond all that we see, beyond all that we hear in the news, we still will magnify the name of our Lord. We still stand firm that he came, that he was God and he had flesh and he died on our behalf and he was strung and beaten on the cross and then he died and descended and he rose on our behalf, Lord God. We still stand firm on that truth tonight, Father. That he is seated at the right hand of our Father and he forever makes intercession for us. So if he be for us, who could possibly be against us? So we bless you for our union with you tonight, Father. We thank you for our position that we have in you, Lord God. That we're seated there with you, Father. We thank you right now for the continual intercession of the saints. We thank you, Lord God, that you faint not. That you are our friend. That you're our father. That you're our healer. That you're our deliverer. You're our way maker. You're, you're what we need, Father. You're our high tower. You're our strength. You're our wisdom. You're our husband. We thank you, Father, that we have all that we need in our union with you. So we thank you that we lack nothing, Father. We thank you that we stand firm, that we are complete, that we are healed, that we are delivered, that we are set apart for good use tonight, Father. That he who has started a good work will complete it. So we thank not that we are completed in Jesus.
Jesus Christ. Maintain your union with Jesus Christ. Fight the good fight of faith. Run the race against sin today, saints. Run the good race against sin today. Be not separated from your king. Be not separated from your father. Let nothing separate you from your deliverer. So I thank you for our union tonight, Father. I thank you for our union tonight, Lord God. That we not be turned away. That we not be found, Lord God, without faith. That we not be found, Lord God, without relationship and union with you. I thank you right now, Father, that we are all purified. That we can stand firm in who you are. Who you've called us to be that you will complete it. We thank you for the ability to say yes, to lift our hands in this place and on one accord say that you're worthy. That on one accord we could call upon your name whatever you need right now. Lift your hands and call upon our Savior. Call upon our healer. Call upon our deliverer. Call upon him for our nation. Call upon him for the unborn children. Call upon him for our youth tonight. Call upon him for help. If you have nothing else to say, just say help. Call upon Jesus for help tonight. Call upon him for help tonight. Call upon your help. Call upon your wisdom. Call upon truth tonight. Call upon the lover of your soul. Call upon Lord God. Call upon him. We lift our country up before you, Father. We lift our nation before you, Lord God. For we know you see what's going on, Father. We just ask right now that your hand be upon our legislation tonight, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for the turning, Lord God, back to salvation for everyone who once professed to know who you are. We thank you right now, Lord God, that their hearts not be hardened, Father. We ask right now, Father, for a space and time in which they can hear truth tonight, in which they can hear love call their name, in which they can hear our Savior. We thank you right now, Father, for the refreshing of the saints tonight. The refreshing, Lord God. We thank you that we're not growing weary, but we're growing stronger in power. We thank you that we actually believe what we are praying that has already been received. We thank you for the open heaven being open above us tonight, Father. We thank you that every prayer that will excel, Lord God, from our mouths, Father, will reach your ears. That will be pleasing in your sight, pleasing in your nostrils tonight, Father. We thank you for the unification of our homes, the unification of the families, Lord God, each and every one that is here, Father. We ask that you work, Lord God. We release love tonight, Father. We thank you right now, Father, for the stirring up, the stirring up of your love, the stirring up of your power, the stirring up of belief tonight that you're mighty that you change not 
that there's nothing that exists outside of you. That you're available at all times. That we're blessed just to know you. We thank you right now, Father, for divine healing and deliverance for the body of Christ. Everyone who calls upon your name. I pray that they not be ashamed in their walk with you, Lord. I thank you right now, Father, that you'll send them truth. You'll send us love. That deliverance is available. That we delight ourselves in salvation. We fixate our thoughts on the kingdom of God. And all those who need to be saved. And all those who are suffering. And all those who are void of the truth of the gospel. Have us fixate our thoughts on that, Lord God. So we lift you up tonight, Father. We exalt you. We bless you. We unite our hearts with you tonight, Father. We are united in purpose with your kingdom. We thank you for your will being released, Lord God, and that nothing will withhold it. We thank you right now, Father, for wisdom of application and knowledge on how to, Father. We thank you right now, Father, that you are here with us and that you are free to speak. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, y'all. I want to hear some victory in this atmosphere today. Hey, you want to hear some victory in here today? Hallelujah. Oh. Ooh, let the, listen, come on. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so in this place. My God. Hey. He's from everlasting to everlasting. There's nobody like our God. All knowing. Never learning. Always existed. He is my God. He is the almighty God. Nobody like him. Glory to God. He is the eternal one. My goodness. He is the El Alam. Everlasting. All knowing. Always existing. Nobody like our Father. An awesome God. God, don't you know you win? Don't you know you got victory? Oh my goodness. Maybe it's just me. I'm just happy to be alive. Deyando, if you don't do anything else, he's done enough. He don't do anything else for me. He's already done enough. Man. How's your love? How's your relationship? How are you showing forth the word in the earth? What part of God is manifesting in you, on you? and around you do you believe do you believe prayers of the righteous that is dynamic and is working it says that your prayers yields tremendous power Dudamus, 
get dynamite from? Your prayers. Who wouldn't want to pray? Hey, teacher. think heaven is far away but it's not <laughs> I could prove to you that all three first second and third occupy the same space <laughs> where's the kingdom of God where's in you hold on <laughs> the kingdom of God is within you where's God He's in the kingdom. <laughs> he said his word. And who is Jesus? The word. He said his word is not thee, even in your mouth. See, it's a perspective. He said, I'm not afar off. I told you, they occupy the same space. As he is, so are you. And where? In this world. He right here. No, heaven is right here. <laughs> Eternity, he said, I hid it in your heart. Well, that's where he lives. It's your perspective. It's how you think. Y'all be seated. <sighs> I had to do some evaluation. Teacher, don't y'all miss? Don't move. Get up close. Come on, take your place. Minister Al's not here yet. Okay. Man. How are we destroyed? Hmm? There you go. I would hope somebody. We, I thought we were a teaching ministry. <laughs> My people are destroyed. For the lack of knowledge. Have you learned anything since yesterday about your God? You have? Okay. I only heard maybe one person. Mm. Y'all tithing? <laughs> Where are you at in your two hours and 40 minutes? They like, stay here for a little while longer, Pastor. I'll be right there. We'll make it. I'll make it. I know for day, for sure I'm going to get two hours. I know I am. That 40 minutes I'm going to have to worry about. I'm going to get there with them two hours. I got it. Today I got it. <laughs> what about tomorrow? Uh-huh. And I was talking to Elder Cheatham. 
and he was telling me that the place that he goes to worship, he said they, they only have Sunday service. So he, he, likes, he likes to get fed. So that's why you see him here. He, he said, we only have one day, Sunday. Isn't that something? How do the people live? How do they grow? Man. Oh, you are blessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The point of it is, are you taking advantage of what you're being taught? I got some questions tonight. I got an assignment tonight. My assignment tonight is to impart what God is showing me about what's going on with the ministry. Yes, and in deep meditation. <laughs> hmm. I am going to try, but I'm going to need your participation. <laughs> Y'all are the saints of the Most High, correct? I mean, do you think that that's just, you know, they just put that in there for to fill up some space? I need to fill out this paragraph. I mean, do you think it is? It's in there for a reason. I mean, do you even consider yourself that as a saint of the most high? See, when I do something, I, I do it all the way, and I want to know everything about what I'm doing. Don't you want to know everything about Christianity, if you want to call it that? Belief, Jesus. I want to know everything about them. Don't you? Well, that's going to take some exertion, some extended study. <laughs> okay. My assignment tonight. It's about our spiritual warfare that we're undergoing here. Okay? He said we have to be on the same page for maximum effectiveness. Y'all hear me? That means all of our hearts in here have to be on the same page for effective, listen, maximum effectiveness. If we are to wage a good warfare and manifest change, mm. quiet. It has to manifest change. How many of y'all are ready to manifest change in your life? Amen. And if you don't, then you don't want to grow. Because growth is going to require that you change. Who wants to grow? Amen. Who wants to grow in their faith? I told you Sunday, you got to add to your faith. We've not been adding to our faith. We have not been adding to our faith. All right. Somebody's saying, yes, I have. See, you still don't have the understanding that we are a unit. That's right. A one-cell organism. 
enemy's going to be upset. Amen. I don't care. Do y'all care? <laughs> okay. All right. So it has to manifest change. It has to be purposed and it has to be targeted. What we're doing. Y'all understand how important this service is. This is the service. It has to be agreement in here for the plan of God to actually work in your life. It has to. Yeah? Okay. We actually, and this is what he said to me, we've been practicing Or we've been malpracticing spiritual warfare. This is what he said. We've been malpracticing. I like God because he, he just let things go for a little while. Just see how you're going to do. Give you every chance and every opportunity. That's our God. He does that over and over and over again. We don't, but he does. Yeah? Oh, man. We've been practicing spiritual warfare, malpracticing spiritual warfare. Mm. Okay. And this is a dangerous thing in the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. But Satan and his army embraces it. Mm -hmm. And he welcomes it. This is what we've been experiencing here in our relationships with each other. Malpracticing, spiritual warfare. Okay. Husbands and wives. Malpracticing. Children and parents. Been malpracticing. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've just been doing warfare for the sake of warfare. See, to do warfare, you have to have change. And it seems like it's been getting worse. I mean, if you want to stay on the surface, I'm going to go deep down in here. One, I'm not afraid to identify. You can't have change until you identify. You have to. <laughs> Watch your mild lawsuits. I mean, this everywhere, all over the place. Shoot. Y'all following with me? So I'm asking God. See, pastors, they don't want to ask the real tough thing. What's wrong with us really here? What's happening? I mean, it's a great, great gathering that we have. We have some. Faithful people in here. We got some wheat and some tear in here. Yep. Right. You can have a Judas sis in here. So you, <laughs> I had to made that up here. But I'm just saying, you, you can't be blind to the fact. I got some faithful people here. I got some committed people here, and I got some that are not. 
you know you can really come and not be faithful. You can really come and not be committed. I found out some stuff, though, teacher. When God calls you, when he calls you, and when he has called you, and he has called everyone. He's called everyone. The one you don't think he called you, he called you. Okay. First thing you must know when he calls you is that you have an enemy. Oh, no, they don't teach us this. They, they would tell us when I first got saved, you're a millionaire. Now, just say you're a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> I'm not faithful with the hundreds. How can I possibly be a millionaire? Okay, here we go. Hmm. Hey, minister. I see you're here. All right. God answered my prayer. <laughs> Go to 1 Thessalonians. I'm proud to be here tonight. Let me see here. Hold on. Let's see where we're going. He's not going to like us tonight, y'all. <laughs> he, he, he stay mad here. We'll find out. Maybe, maybe, maybe he stay mad, maybe he don't. Let's find out. Let's discover. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, do that. First Thessalonians 5, 12, no, 5, 13, and 14. Amplified. We're going to change up a couple of versions tonight, so be ready. All right. First Thessalonians chapter five at verse 13. It so reads and hold them in very high and most affectionate esteem in intelligent. Excuse me. Sorry. Twelve. <laughs> you can edit that out. Right. Right. Go ahead. Verse 12, now also we beseech you, brethren, get to know those who labor among you. Recognize them for what they are. Acknowledge and appreciate and respect them all. A few. Mm. Okay. Mm. Your leaders who are over you in the Lord. And those who warn and kindly reprove and exhort you. Verse 13. Now you can go 13. <laughs> and hold them in very high and most affectionate esteem. In intelligent and sympathetic appreciation of their work. Mm. Be at peace among yourselves. And we earnestly beseech you, brethren, admonish, warn, and seriously advise those who are out of line, mm. the loafers, 
the disorderly, and the unruly. So you got to identify them. You can't get, they can't change if you don't. Then when they don't, they put drag on the spirit or the move of God in our lives. Y'all ain't catch it. I say in our lives. When you're lazy, when you're uncommitted, you slow down the move of God for the ministry. Okay? You can't just come and sit. And when I say that, I'm talking about the mentality. That I'm not worthy or I ain't called to do this. See, those things should have been settled already. You shouldn't be struggling. Am I your pastor? You should already know if I'm your pastor. Okay. One pastor. I ain't see associate pastor in the Bible. One. Now he has helpers. But there's one pastor. Okay. You got to know who that is. Okay. Hmm. And know my voice. And another you won't hearken to. That's the truth right there. That's the word. Y'all follow me? Okay. All right. Okay. Let me show you how he does this stuff with us right here. The behavior of a man needs to be changed. This is the one thing that will change or that will change it as much as anything else. Seeing the the grasping of the Lord's return. See, just knowing that he's going to return should change you. If a person really believes that Jesus is returning to this earth, he will radically change his life. Do I got any radical changes in here? See, you can't, see, you can't even be a believer if you don't change. You can't. You can't, be cha- you can't change unless it's, something's addressed that you need to change from your leaders. He doesn't want us to remain the same. You are kadosh, set aside, apart now for God. That's right. Exactly. So this is a big struggle in the church. It's hard for people to conform to the word, not me, to the word. That's a big issue. First, the believer's behavior toward church leaders. <laughs> In verse, it said that you are to labor. Labor means this, to the point of exhaustion. <laughs> then to keep on laboring after you're exhausted. To continue laboring even if one has become weary. 
to arduously labor, to toil to the point of weariness, to work beyond. I can't do no more. Hold on. Is it you can actually work beyond what you think you can do? It sure will. See, that's when you leave from your abilities to his abilities. Now, most of us quit. Mm-mm. We haven't. Have we exhausted over the labor or study of the word of God? Have we exhausted ourselves to love each other? Mm-mm. Oh, see, I told you. If you're not knowledgeable, he can get you. To work beyond what one is capable uh-oh, of doing. The point is forceful here, and it shows the conviction of the heart of God's servant. Because the servant is going to say, have I done enough? What would you have me to do? Remember the first thing that Paul asked when he got knocked off there? What, what would you have me to do? Now, I done fell off and messed my clothes up and everything. Yo, what would you have me to do? He had a mind to serve. Labor. You got to labor in your servitude. <laughs> we ain't done that. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Okay. All right. The minister of God is to arduously, arduously labor for the Lord. The minister of God is to toil and toil for the church. Mm. The minister to he is to labor to the point of exhaustion. I can't vacuum anymore. I'm just exhausted. I don't want to do right no more. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to labor in doing what's right. I didn't get it right, but I'm supposed to labor and strive to exhaust it to get it right. We don't do this. We don't do this. Yeah, because attitude is everything. <sighs> this work of the ministry that is the demand beyond the minister's time and energy. The whole mind, body, and soul belongs to the Lord. And you are to be poured out into the lives listen, of God. You, your life is supposed to just be a, a, a pouring out to God. It's an offering, a continuous offering. It, it's supposed to be that. Do we serve him like that? We serve him when we want to. I'm tired. <laughs> You're toiling in the wrong area. Do we really toil to keep the unity and the peace in our home? In the body? Did we really go that far? This is how the enemy gets us. Okay. Mm. It's that you ought to know your leaders. You ought to know them. The word know means to acknowledge, appreciate, respect, and know the value of them. Mm. Few people labor as much as a committed church leader. 
or do you? Okay, they're like, Pastor, go and leave that alone. I'm going to do it, teacher. All right. Did I make my point on that one? Okay. This is the other thing he was saying. Satan cannot create. Isn't that right? Satan cannot create. <clears throat> he cannot create. He can only go after what God has already done. He cannot create. He can only go after what God, uh-uh, listen, has done. Mm-hmm. Satan maps out <clears throat> a region like the Tidewater area. This is in, this is, that, 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 watch this. <clears throat> this is intercessory prayer, right? Okay. This is where we come to get an advantage over, right? Not be a disadvantage. Okay? Oh, man. So Satan maps out a region like the Tidewater area and seeks out, teacher, the apostolic anointing. Now, we just, we, as church, we would just use that. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to try. So when Satan comes, see, this is the warfare. We, we don't even know how to engage with him. He seeks out an apostolic anointing for that region. Who is the main church in that region? Who is the most powerful? Who is carrying the apostolic anointing in this region? See, I didn't say members. Who's carrying the mantle? See, we, we don't, we, I'm, I'm going to help y'all with spiritual warfare tonight. Okay? One, I told you, we've been malpracticing. Let's identify. If we don't identify, we can't change. This type of warfare takes everybody in here. Right. Everyone. The, okay. So he looks, out, he looks out for an apostolic anointing for that region. And guess what he does? He blinds them. He blinds them with whatever is in the leader's heart. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Oh, he's smart. He's strategic. He's calculating. But he ain't all knowing. So check this out. Hmm. So he blinds them with whatever is in the leader's, I said leader's, heart. Money. Greed, adultery, immorality. Okay, y'all can put in some more there until you want. This is why intercessory prayer is so vital in your communities. So Satan is still mapping the human terrain. You ever seen Prometheus? And they sent that little balls out and they started... Do you want a little 3D hologram of the whole area that you couldn't see? And this is what he does. He's mapped this area called your heart. Okay. He knows we're supposed to be connected. He knows we're supposed to be connected. 
But this is the one thing. He's limited in his resources. Satan's limited in his resources. So Satan has to go through his portfolio and say what principality would be best at Walker Ministries. Mm-hmm. I don't know what pastors be doing. You have to take in what's going on with the sheep. Some are connected, some are not. Some still murmur, some don't. Y'all got to be careful with murmuring. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. So he's looked through his portfolio. He said, what principality is best for Walker Ministries? Based on the apostolic anointing on their leaders. This is what the Lord has given me for us today. So, teacher, we're battling with marriages, friendships, relationships, love. All these things that you and I are freed from. So you think you're here just because you want to be here. I'm trying, to tell, I'm trying to tell you right now. So all the things that you and I are freed from. What were you free from when you got delivered for four hours? Mm -hmm. She said pride. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. That's the battle that we're in. All the things. See, he's strategic. Let me see which principality. I need to sin. I'm limited in my resources. Let me see where I need to sin. Principality. He ain't sending one little money because I care less. He said, what we're freed from. And see how we deal with it. But they don't realize that they are here not because someone said you should come. It's part of your assignment. And you don't know your assignment. Okay. Mm. Listen here, teacher. I know this battle. I know it's hard. It's hard to see it. Mm -hmm. That Satan is a deceiver. Because it had you sit right here in your deception. <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be hard. Man. It's an evil genius ruler. He'll have you serving and deceived. And you can't see 
that you are deceived. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's still, in some cases, right now, at this very moment, somebody's still deceived. Mm-hmm. Most churches don't even understand real spiritual warfare. Because if they did, the church would be open seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We would be praying without ceasing if we really understood warfare. No, we don't. No, we don't. Mm -mm. He in because you let him in. He silenced you because you let him silence you. He's deceiving you because you allow him to deceive you. Teacher. Satan uses your battles and your struggles to attack the ministry. This ministry and your own personal ministry. I had some questions today. <laughs> also, this is a teaching ministry. So he knows smart people going to be in here. He knows smart people going to be in here. But the only thing that follows a smart person like that is called pride. So he know, he know, he know, he know, he know, he know, he know. All y'all smart. Children smart. All of them smart. People going to be doctors and all kind of stuff. I mean, he's, he's smart people in there, and he know that. Mm-hmm. He's, he knows what's in here. He knows the apostolic anointing, the mantle. He knows. He's very aware of it. If you're operating in it, and we do, I'm going to show you. He knows there's smart people coming here, like I told you, and pride is coming in shortly after. What y'all don't see is the setup. Because if you did, you would get rid of that pride. Only way to get rid of pride is that you humble yourself. You be exposed. That's how you get rid of pride. You are not who you think you are. That's pride. You're about to say, don't think too highly of yourself. And you can't teach the pastor. But he can learn, but you can't teach him. You got people that believe they can. See, that's the whole thing. You're dealing with pride right there. Okay. I see. Because you're smart. You're too smart. You're too smart to humble yourself. You're too smart to humble yourself. And see, and that's what an apostolic mantle, that's what it do. It will humble you. 
Okay. Yep, one way or the other. This is why God gave us 1 Corinthians 13. Because he knew it would be some prideful people. That's why he gave us 1 Corinthians 13. That's why he gave us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. But we are not yet hearing. And we haven't listened yet. Can't be. Can't be. That's right. That's what it does. I, I just had to accept it. And that word would. I just want them to be active listeners. And not worry. See, that's the whole thing with the apostle. You have to say what God said. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You get the whole counsel of God here. Right. Just not a prosperity message. Yes. Even though you can prosper that's if right. you listen to it right. He never made no prosperity ministry. Oh, I tell you. See, that's 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 what they don't that's what they don't like when it comes to this is what's wrong. This is what you what you feel because you feel the apostolic anointing. <laughs> and I'm gonna walk in my office. I'm gonna walk in my office. I'm gonna walk in my office. I'm gonna walk in my office all the way to the front to the back. I'm gonna walk in my office. I'm gonna walk all the way. All the way, all the way to the back. And I'm going to come right here and go through the aisles. I'm going to walk all the way in my anointing, what I'm supposed to do. Because it ain't about me, it's about you. See, what happens is ministry make the ministry about the pastor and it's not. So he can't see what he needs to see. That you are not growing. Because you're not adding to your faith. Okay. But yet, this is the thing. If you're here, you know your assignment. Because I know my assignment. See, this is the thing. I know it hadn't been revealed yet, but it has. Because if you are here, <laughs> it's God's plan. Go ahead, try to leave. <laughs> A lot of people want to leave. I know it. That's it. I'm done. Yep. But that shows your character. And, and you, you got to be careful when you talk about God told me to do something. What he does, he does forever. So if he told you to do something, do it forever. He don't change his mind. If he told you to be here, then be here. Okay. All right. Uh, Yep. Yep. See, God is not about proximity. It's not about proximity to him. 
It's, I'm going to give you a shepherd that you need to help develop you in your character. Some ain't ready yet. Some not really ready. So really, they have, they're not really ready. Not yet. But man, when they do, what is it going to produce? It's going to, it sure will. When, when they really stop fighting, when they really start actively listening, when they really start actively listening, then you're going to grow. And you're not going to be listening with your emotions the way I said something. Instead of saying, what were you saying? So I can get it. I mean, you're going into the fire. I'm not going to be like, stop going into the fire. Please don't go into the fire. Please read your Bible. No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it with some power so you can wake up. I'm going to teach it like that. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. No, say it to me nicely, Pastor. Say it to me nicely. I'm a, okay. Mm-mm-mm. I told you, this is why he gave us 13, because we need it. So in spiritual warfare, you must know your assignment. I told you, we've we just been. Mm-mm. Walk a ministry assignment is teaching. And correction. That's part of the apostolic mantle that God has given Walker Ministry. Well, you're going to have the same ability. You're going to be able to discern what is of God and not. Because of the chastening of you. Ain't nobody running. See, everybody is fivefold. No, y'all, no, no, no. Mm-mm. He ain't ready for that. Just saying it because they're not ready, not disciplined enough to actually fall under the apostolic. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, teacher, the apostolic mantle that he's placed here, they have to realize that it involves them. It involves you. The least of you. Most ministries never look at their assignment. They play church. They never look at their assignment in this light. This is why the enemy can defeat them so easily and still have the church doors open for service. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. They don't know that they're blind. He said, you have eyes, but you see not. Minister, go to Revelation 3.17. Ooh, I got to hurry up. Revelation chapter 3 at verse 17. Yes. For you say... I am rich, I have prospered and grown wealthy, and I am in need of nothing. And you do not realize and understand that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, Mm. 
and naked. Look at that. Mm -mm -mm. Covering ain't even there. You just think you all that. So if we're going to be a teaching ministry and correcting ministry, which we are, this is what Satan. Satan attack will be this. It will be your mind. And your mind. It will be your heart. That's where. Uh, And that's where he brings confusion. And after he brings confusion, there's going to be an offense. He's not. Okay, it's like this. Berlin, we yet? Okay. Everything was going smooth with the app, right? Okay. We had some glitches, right? But the big one. It's Apple. This is part of his hindering the teaching ministry. It's not a Dunn's number. Because he knows that we're teaching ministry. And he knows that platform is wide open. So out of all the platforms, this is the one. See, see, that should be an indicator to do this. Persevere. Don't quit. God, he said, I give witty inventions. That means his imagination. Just imagine. We're going to do it. We're going to get it, right? You know what? I'm not playing. I know we are. Because <laughs> he wouldn't have gave me this if, if we won't. Because we were teaching him. And his job is to stumble. His job is to stumble you, slow you down. We're a teaching ministry. He's going to try not to get the people to hear. He just don't want that platform because of what it's going to teach. Keep going. Amen. And I, I need y'all to keep praying. Amen. This is part of the warfare. Okay. All right. Don't give up. I know who the enemy is, but I also know my assignment. Makes a big difference. I know who the enemy is, and I know my assignment. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. This is Warfare 101, right? This is Warfare 101. Ask yourself, do I know my assignment? And do I know the enemy that is assigned to my assignment? If you're not growing, guess who's there? 
He never wants you to get your assignment done. You bring fear. And God said, I haven't given you that spirit yet. Power, sound mind, my abilities. <laughs> Glory to God, man. Here we go. Go to Amos 3.3. Dude, NLT. You can put in, both of them up if you want. NLT and that. Amos chapter 3 at verse 3. Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Mm. Mm. Read it again. Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Mm. We have to know the direction. You have to have a long-term and a short-term plan for your family. <laughs> Woo. You have to have a long-term. The long-term is where you're going. And the short-term goes... Is how you're going to get there. But them two have to line up. Okay. Husband and wives, where are you going? <laughs> are things lining up? Because if they don't line up, you're not going in the same direction. All right. All right. Where are you going in the ministry? Are you here, but you're going in another direction? The long term is where you're going. The short term is the goal of how you're going to get there. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. They got to line up. Be careful of that Jezebel spirit. That's like three months teaching. Be careful of that Jezebel spirit because that is a manipulating spirit. And it always finds itself in leadership. <laughs> it always finds itself in leadership. See, that's why you got to be careful on the words that you use because they, they can manipulate. Y'all know words are powerful. It can change the very direction of a nation. Or course of a person's life. A word can. My goodness. It always finds itself in leadership. And in ministry. And there's no gender with that spirit. Okay. Luke 14.31, NLT, same thing, Amplified. 
Red? Yes, sir. Luke chapter 14 at verse 31. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers mm. marching against him? You have to know and understand your theater that you are called to do spiritual warfare in. Mm. And you need to know the king, the principality that's on your assignment. What do you think the principality is going to be on your assignment? Intercessors, what y'all think the principality, the king over your assignment going to do? See, he know that all of those have to be linked. And what he does is put a barrier with what you're supposed to be linked with. What you're supposed to be linked with. He puts a barrier there. Woo. You have to understand the principality. The king over your assignment. And you need to know how to be able to accomplish your assignment around him. That's if you have considered your assignment. What's your assignment, brother? What principality is over your assignment? See? Freedom, what's principality over your assignment? Hmm? See, I'm trying to give y'all some eyes to see. Not, not natural eyes, but spiritual eyes. See, most of us don't know our assignment. What is all going on? You don't know your assignment. You think it's somebody. You think it's a person. It's about your assignment. And when you get into your assignment, he'll try to move you from your assignment. Oh, he's so subtle and slow and patient. Mm -mm -mm. You're going to have to hear me. You need to know and understand what is important. In your gate. And you need to contend for what God has asked you to contend for. Excellent. Nothing more or nothing less. If he called you to be a husband, be a husband. If he called you to be a wife, be a wife. If he called you to be a friend, be a friend. Contend, but nah. Mm -mm. Maybe y'all don't like this message tonight. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. See, like, well, you know, when you go through something, you think it's over. No, it's not. 
Because when you throw all the pieces up, then you got to look to see how to put it back together. That's what I'm doing. All right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Here we go. Just because a person might know how to engage in spiritual warfare doesn't mean that that's your assignment that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, you know, uh, just bust down the door. It's time. Mm-mm. 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 So you haven't observed the enemy and his element yet. You can't observe him because you're too busy looking at the person. You're too busy observing the flesh and not the influencer. That's what we do. Oh, this is good right here. <laughs> Ooh. Doesn't mean that you engage. That's not your assignment for that day. Or that particular time. See, that's what happens when you start running your mouth when you shouldn't. That's not the time for the warfare. No, let him let him run his course. Then I can see where they hurt at. Oh, see, yeah, you gotta you gotta see where they hurt at. You gotta be able to see where they hurt at. Y- y'all follow me? Yeah. You gotta be if you can be quiet enough. Quiet your spirit enough. You can see where they hurt at. You can see where that's emanating from and the attack on you. But it's not them. See, a lot of times we have weaknesses and the enemy know it. And, they t- and the person that you that's why you can't tell everybody everything. Now, I'm not talking about even your leader. That's just be, it's it to know them that labor amongst you. Okay, I'm going to get there. Okay, hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Here we go. Don't ever do warfare with something you're not called to do. Mm-hmm. It's a trick of the enemy. Mm-hmm, with your powerful self. This is why you have to be careful with your zeal to do something. Intercessors, you have to be careful because you don't want to become a casualty of war. Never go alone into intercessory prayer. The enemy will look at you. This is what he'll do. He's going to look at your character. You know, the one you need help with. He's going to look at your character and use it against you. I told you, you can't go beyond your character. You can say, I'm faithful, but you're not. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's your character. You can't go beyond your character. You can say, I love, but you really don't. You can say, I give, but you really don't. So you can't go beyond your character. He uses that. Okay? He uses that. And use it against you. We have to have agreement before we go into the heavenlies. 
So before prayer starts, you should have, you should be in agreement. Who, who is with me? I need to have some agreement. No, my husband. My wife. That's everybody in here. It's not that because you up here. It's because you here. You have to have agreement. Amen? Amen. Come on now. The key to spiritual warfare is to answer the challenge with Scripture. That's why I love what I heard, the Scriptures that came out of your day. That's how you handle the challenge of spiritual warfare. It's with Scripture. Mm, okay, hold on. Hold on. Mm-mm. You need to challenge it with Scripture, and you need to battle in the opposite spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that's why you, you ain't quite interceded yet. I told you it's dangerous <laughs> to go before God. I'm going to show you Scripture that says that you got to be careful. Ooh, it's about practice. Mm. And when you pray and intercede, you need to confront the enemy with the truth. Go to Isaiah. New King James. Isaiah 43, 26. I'm almost there. You ready? Isaiah chapter 43 at verse 26. In the New King James, it reads, put me in remembrance. Stop. You see that? Me is capitalized. Right? That's who. All right. Go ahead. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. Mm. Again, this is not, again, this is not the Mandela effect. This has been there all the while. Okay. Listen to this. Listen. Read it one more time, minister. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. Mm. State your case that you may be acquitted. Mm. No, but you are under the influence. You can't open your mouth. So you're still guilty. So, and he said, he said, he said, he said, me, he said, put me in remembrance. God don't have Alzheimer's, right? He don't. He knows what he said. But what he wants you to do is to speak it in his courts of heaven. See, you don't realize when we come to intercession prayer, that's, we're not here, 4966. See, this is, our mind can't actually wrap around that I'm not. I said, heaven is not far away. Teacher. I'm trying to, everybody trying to figure out what's that. Why is always correct? But see, they don't understand their assignment. This is why you get offended. This is why you get, it's harsh, because you don't understand your assignment. And see, what they, you don't have anything to put up in it because most churches are not operating under the apostolic. 
This is what the problem is. Oh, I love the Holy Spirit. Hold on. Here we go, teacher. Woo! He's saying, he's saying in that scripture, he said, I put it in remember, you are in my courtroom. So when you speak, the angels hearken unto and perform every activity that you spoke. See, this is why y'all mm, don't get it. He's saying. It's all in the word. Your, your life and your decision to choose God is a miracle. And to live righteous is a miracle. See, you don't understand because we don't understand warfare. He said he's opposing us on every front. Perplexed. I mean, I mean, beat down but never defeated. I mean, we, we, we don't get it because all you see is each other. What somebody said. Okay. Yep. He placed you here because he said, you can take this. I need you to be under this anointing. Now, everyone here got relationship problems somewhere. He's attacking. I'm going to send them here. I'm going to send this principality here because they're free from it. Y'all smart, intelligent. Every last one of you in here. And if you're not careful, he'll use that intelligence against you. Because I told you what? Knowledge without love is what? Pride. So we sit right here. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's not me. It's not me. That's what he says. He got you. Because at some point you got to consider and say, is it me? <laughs> Am I that arrogant? Is it me? Is it me? He wouldn't give me this if he didn't want you to have this. And he knew I wouldn't be afraid to give it to you. Okay, here we go. Almost finished. Minister, you had, you had uh, what did you just read? Okay. All right. Here we go. What? Okay. Intercessory prayer. You have to realize that when you're here and while you're sitting right now, you're in, the, you're in the courtroom. You're in the courtroom of heaven. Right now. You're in the courtroom of heaven. Intercessory prayer. It's about issues on earth. This is what we intercede about. Issues on earth. But you're in heaven. Wow. How can I be seated with him and here? You're in the world, but you're not of the world. Because I told you, they occupy the same space. You just don't see. It's a different dimension. Just like you can see entities when you have the infrared on. Well, and we don't understand that. What is that? Do you know they're actually coming out with a, a thing on your iPhone? Here we go. That you'll be able to see in that realm. Y'all ain't ready. 
No, you don't believe that entities around you. No, you don't, you don't believe that the entities are just like you don't see the wind, but it moves the trees and the water. But you don't see it. You don't even know where it comes from, but it's there. Okay, here we go. Mm, they don't want to believe. Okay. So you're in the courtroom with him, right? Issues for the earth. This is how we are acquitted before the accuser or the prosecutor or Satan. This ministry and you are off limits if we do the right thing. If we do the right thing. God always said, okay, before he judges, he always gives you. A chance or choice. Okay. Y'all don't y'all keep playing with it. Okay. Go on real quick about finish. But y'all won't tell him he's off limits. I'ma show you how. Okay. Go to Ephesians 16. The problem is, is that you're not prepared before you go into the courtroom. That's the issue, teacher. We're not prepared before we go into the courtroom. Ephesians 6.10, Amplified. Ephesians chapter 6 at verse 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. That's how you enter the courtroom. That's how you prepare to enter into the courtroom. They didn't get it. Read it again. In conclusion, mm -hmm. be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Not your emotions. Not your power, not your might. Be strong where? In the Lord. Okay, come on. Be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Uh-oh. That's it. We're not in union with him. You can't be in union with him if you're not in union with me. See, you haven't entered the, room, the courtroom wrong. You haven't entered the intercession right. One day you're going to take this intercession serious. See, we're not prepared to go in. You're going in in your abilities. Come on. Draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless mm. might provides. What you struggling with? Oh, the flesh and its appetites <laughs> and its weak power. Okay, you're still struggling with that. Minister, read on. Verse 11. Come on. Put on God's whole armor, mm -hmm. the armor of a heavy armed soldier. Stop, stop. Put on. Put means you got a choice. You got a choice to put it on. <laughs> Come on, read. Put on God's whole armor. Mm -mm, part of it. The part you like. Go ahead. The armor of a heavy armed mm. soldier, mm -hmm. which God supplies, that you may be able successfully 
to stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Okay. All of the strategies and deceits. Yet you're deceived. Hold on. He said all of them. Not on a particular day. How you feel. He said that you will be able to. That's not good enough. What else more do you need? Come on. Verse 12. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, mm. against the powers, against the master spirits mm. who are the world rulers of this present darkness. Go ahead. Against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly the supernatural sphere. Verse 13. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Go ahead. So basically you ain't got to do nothing but stand. With your armor on. Go ahead. Just suit up. Go ahead. Stand, therefore. There you go again. Stand Hold again. your ground. Hold your ground. Having tightened the belt of truth around your loins. Stop. That's a problem. So he's telling you to <laughs> tighten up that belt around your loins. You can't. You're still struggling with lust. It's there to protect what? Your seed. No, no, you're still struggling with that. So you, you don't have it on. You're still struggling with love. You don't have it on. Continue. Having tightened the belt of truth around your loins mm. and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral. No, you don't. You don't have it on. Because the breastplate does what? It protects your what? Uh -uh, as soon as somebody says something to you. You don't have it on. It's no way you could have it on. And treat people like you do. It's no way. And it said what? Integrity. Ain't no way you got your breastplate on. You don't have it on. You can't possibly have it on. Go ahead. Put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude. Okay. It's, it's no way. You, you're still at the club. I mean, it's no way. You're still... <laughs> morals. No integrity. No morals. You're still... I'm just saying. You can't possibly have on your armor. Go ahead. And right standing with God. Okay. Remember that word. Go ahead. Verse 15. And having shod your feet in preparation to face the enemy with the firm-footed stability, the promptness, and the readiness produced by the good news 
of the gospel of peace. You can't. You can't have your feet shod because you're quick and swift to gossip. You can't. You can't have, a, you can't have your feet shod now. You can't possibly have them on. You, those feet are not carrying the gospel. Not the good news. No, it's gossiping. It's carrying gossip. Close enough. So it can't be. It can't, you can't have it on. You, you're talking about people. You, it can't be that you, yet you got your armor on. It can't be. See, I told you we've been practicing. Malpracticing. Intercessory prayer. <laughs> Hopefully it's going to bring about change. Okay, come on. Come on, minister. Before we finish here, we, they all right. Come on, they need to hear this one. Come on. Verse 16. Lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith, upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. No, some of them. All, all of them. You, you're just getting hit. It's no way you got it up there. It's no way. It shows. You're not armored up. Go ahead. Verse 17. Mm. And take the helmet of salvation mm -mm -mm. and the sword that the spirit wields. Hold on. Hel helmet of salvation. Help my head. My head. My head. <laughs> you can't possibly. Because the be saved. It's the helmet of salvation. You got the love. See how he deceives us? See how he make you think you're a believer? He make you think you got on your armor on. See that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is how you treat each other. Come on, read. Take the helmet of salvation. Mm. And the sword that the spirit wields, which is the word of God. Okay, we misuse the word all the time if we pick it up. You got to pick. You armored up, ready, to, ready for the warfare. So that's why when somebody say something to you, you feel it. And if they keep firing long enough, you'll leave. Because I can't take it. Because you have no armor on. And you don't even understand the purpose of the armor. And it's not to fight each other. Protect us from each other? No. Oh. they saying stop, Pastor, stop. Your warfare is designed to perfect you as a soldier. But you can't because you your feelings. The fastest way to grow is to ask your leader, what do I need to do? How do you see me? Do you see me as arrogant? Do you see me as I know it all? Do you see me as I got all this power? How do you see me? Because I can't really see myself. And if I love you, I'll tell you the truth. And you'll grow from that moment on. 
You don't want to grow, man. It's called growing pains. <laughs> God. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, Lord. They don't believe in the Holy Spirit. He's real. Your warfare is designed to perfect you as a soldier. Your battle is your bread. Your battle is your bread. What you feed on. It's what gives you your strength. You are to overcome in your assignment so that mm, 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 you can become what God has called you to be. You're on the right path, Mario. You're on the right path of your journey of finding out who you are and your assignment. But it's because you connected and you yielded. Smart and intelligent. He didn't bring that. He's like, teach me. I want to learn. That's how a person grow real fast. Oh, that's how you can grow real fast. Oh, listen to that. Teacher, your battle is designed for, to perfect you as a soldier. Your battle is your bread. This is what you eat, feed off. This is what you get strength from. But you let your battle destroy you. It lets you wear you out, but it's designed there for you to feed off of, to grow, to get nourishment, to get strength. That's what the, that's what it's there for. Oh, man. Oh, oh I can't do it because I can't say I do it on Sunday because she's teaching on Sunday. So she's got to let me do this. Okay. Last thing, last scripture, last scripture. Minister, go to, go to Isaiah 54, 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, don't mess with my stuff. You're not supposed to be back here yet. You're not supposed to be back messing with my stuff. No, I can't. But anyway, he's on my last scripture. Let them, they got to see the scripture. Come back so they can see the scripture. I'm standing on the side. Just stand with me. Isaiah 54, 13 and 14. Come on. Isaiah chapter 54 at verse 13. And all your spiritual children Mm. shall be disciples, taught by the Lord and obedient to his will. Mm. And great shall be the peace Uh and undisturbed composure of your children. Ah, of your children. Come on. Verse 14, (sighs) you shall establish yourself in righteousness, rightness, in conformity with God's will and order. You shall be far from even the thought of oppression or destruction, for you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near Near you. you. God, dog it. So you have to be righteous before you enter into the warfare. Your children, your children. Oh, my God. I can't go. I can't. If I open up the door, we're going to keep going. You have to be righteous before you go into warfare and before you put on the armor. This is why you've been beat up. This is why, because you have not prepared yourself for the warfare. You put it on. Righteousness. That's what keeps it on 
is your righteous. Now, come into my courts now. Oh, my God. He told you, he said, when you're in there, I'm in there with you. I can't, if I go any further, I'm going to open up the door, and I can't open up this door. If you want your children <laughs> to be protected, if you want your children to come to the Lord and walk with him, the most powerful thing that you can do in spiritual warfare, that's the most powerful thing that you can do is spiritual warfare. It's what... This is the most powerful thing that you have done, Mario, is that you have accepted your assignment. That's how your kids get in. That's, I got a script. I can't even go in there. I can't even go in there because you, because you accepted the call. Now God can work with them. Oh, that's it, teacher. I'm gone. key to your victory the key to your spiritual warfare is your righteousness I wish I could rap oh my goodness the key to it is the righteousness that's the key to warfare is your righteousness oh, I'm gonna stop man y'all not gonna hear from me awesome dynamic teacher man of God um you're in um, my Sunday message. That's how we do it. Because we can't, this is going to just be really quick. Um, we can't see what's really happening to us in our marriages, in our, in our relationships. We can't see, we don't know the force. The magnitude and the velocity of the power of darkness with what it does when it's working in your life. When you open a door for or you tolerate darkness. That's why as a teacher I I really in being in a apostolic ministry it's impossible for me to tolerate darkness. I'm vexed by it. I, I have to see that is the apostolic anointing. I have to address the demon. See, we don't even know how to, this is why you argue, we argue with our spouse, friend, children. You don't know whether it's that they're operating by their flesh, their own spirit, definitely not Holy Spirit. So the question is, do you ever know when they're being influenced by a demonic force? And if so, why weren't you bold enough to address the demon? We tolerate demons in our home and also in our churches. 
but we're not familiar with darkness. We're not familiar with its power. Not glorifying the enemy, I'm just allowing you to really begin to open up your eyes of the reality of darkness. I think our eyes are really turned away from the forces that, was, that is working behind a lot of the issues that we have in life because we won't address it. There's no way, Jesus himself said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Have you ever been not only bold enough, but could actually identify the working and influence? Because the darkness, that demon won't be able to stay because it's exposed. When a demon is exposed, it can't stay. It's no longer deceiving. It's no longer running your house. You've now taken control and charge of your home. But we're allowing demons run the church. Um, that's another topic, another time. God can't use no punk. He can't be using no punk in the kingdom of God. He can't be using no punks. Because when the enemy come, he come with many. And he come with high-ranking demons that you can't seem to understand just you walk in the room and the person is upset with you. <laughs> because you're, you're walking a righteous life now. The, the heat going to be turned up even more. The more you fill yourself up with the word, the more the enemy is going to turn it up on you until you tell it. It can no longer reside in your home. The fight in Greek in the Romans time, the, the fighting, as you knew, may know or not know, real quick, is that they were known to put their, their foot on the, the neck of the person, right? This is after they have worn them out. That's what Satan does. He wears out. Then, see, then you can't talk anymore. Can't, for one, I'm too tired, so I'm not gonna go beyond that. I, I don't feel, I don't even feel like fighting anymore. So I don't say anything now. Oh no, I'm gonna still command and say what God says. Amen. See, we stop because the the influence on the person in our home is wearing us out. I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't be playing with demons. I roll right up on that thing. I roll right up on it. <laughs> you talking about ready to go. That's the only time I get gangster. Other than that, <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to talk to in our children. That's why, see, it escalates. And then... What happened is now the demon has worn you out, and now the child that's been influenced by the demon has great power now and authority over you. Uh -huh. 
So they gouge out the eyes, right? This is why we can't see. We can't see. I just want to hit the be strong, because we hear these words, be strong. And then we talk in the Lord, but we have no clue. <laughs> be strong. It means to be able to or to have power. He's saying, be strong. But this be strong is because of the union that you have with God that your new nature has his strength. So what, what is to happen here is that because of your consistent lifestyle of just stewardship, not go down the whole list, you should know you're a Christian. So with that genuine life, you're able to pull from your new nature that strength. That's the line with God. See, but you can't do that until you align yourself with the Holy Spirit that gives you the reality of that new birth. Again, we can't be strong in a relationship that we don't have as a reality. This is why we look for other things. This is why we compromise with so much because we can't pull from the reality of our new birth. But anyway, we're going to leave that be strong. I'm just letting you know it's not just saying, you just saying, I'm going to be strong. No, you have the strength. You have, it's your nature to go past and beyond your natural strength. And this is what brings fear to the enemy. I'm just. You all can stand on your feet. Um, I really want you all to come to a place. If you if you never come to the place that this is your life, you're never made to live this life. If your life is the person that you can see that's next to you and you go to work and you do the life, events, vacation, travel, careers. If that's your life, then you will never know this life to be a reality to you. And you never give up that life for your new life. And will always be a struggle to love God, to please God, because it's not a reality. This is why we can conduct ourselves differently when we go home. This is why it doesn't matter how long you've been in church or where you go, is that if you don't come to a place of reality that that's my life and that's what I have to take hold of. The word of God, that's my, these are my senses. This is how I see. If this never becomes that, you never become your new life. If the word of God is not your sight, and your touch and what is love 
then you live a miserable life always searching to be loved. The word of God must take precedence over your feeling, what you want to do, because your life is not your own. And at some point, while our children are still under our roof, you can't allow them to begin to dictate to you what they're going to do and not going to do. Because you know what's best for them. Just like we as your spiritual parents know what's best for you. Amen? We're talking about spiritual warfare. We're talking about actually being aware of the demonic in your home. But the greatest fight is not demonic warfare. It's yourself. It's yourself. Amen? Father, we just thank you for this word that we have been given tonight, Lord. We thank you for your vessel and for him just being yielded to the voice of Holy Spirit, Father. And we just ask that this word take root in our hearts and become good ground for it to firmly be rooted and just take place and take action in our lives, God. We thank you for understanding. Father, as we leave, we just thank you for traveling mercies for everyone as they're heading home. And we thank you for what's coming to us this Sunday, God. We just anticipate the word already. And we thank you for what the word is going to do in our lives as soon as we leave. We thank you and we give you all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.